Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, we are continuing to record this podcast remotely for the safety of our guests and our team. So, on with the show. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus edition of White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And this week, we're working alongside two brilliant organisations, ACAST and Comic Relief for their Guest Fest initiative. This is a charity initiative created by ACAST to raise money for Comic Relief alongside other brilliant podcasts like My Dad Wrote a Porno, Private Parts and Off Menu. And what we've done is we've offered listeners the opportunity via a small donation to charity to be in with a chance of winning a slot as a guest on one of our shows. And our winners have now been chosen. And I'm thrilled that today's guests have bagged the chance to come on because they are devoted, die-hard, white wine question time listeners. So first up is mother of two, Denise. She's described herself as a true Essex girl and a former convent schoolgirl who started working in the city straight out of school at 16. She's been married for 14 years now to her husband, Phil, and together they've got two boys, Alex, who's 18, and James, 17. Denise works for a charity called Castle Point Association of Voluntary Services, and she's got the coolest job title. She is a befriending coordinator, supporting isolated, lonely and vulnerable adults within the community and is now in the final stages of training to become a counsellor. So good on you, Denise. She's been listening to White One Question Time pretty much since we started almost two years ago and has decided to come along today with her best friend, Elaine. Now, Elaine is also an Essex girl, the younger of two siblings, and Elaine and Denise were born only three months apart and have known each other since birth because their mums 
were also best friends. When Elaine was eight, her family moved away from Essex because of her father's job. However, she and Denise have always remained close and are still the best of friends to this day. Elaine started her working life as a nursing assistant at a mental health hospital and later returned to college and then uni, qualifying as a social worker in 2000. She lives with her partner Darren and their cat. Denise and Elaine have now reached the big 5-0 during lockdown, so are here to share a glass or three of wine with me and answer some thought-provoking questions to mark 50 years of friendship. So let's dial them up. It's Denise and Elaine. Hello, girl. Hello, Hello have you got your wine and your fine conversation at the ready? Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. <laughs> Girls, thank you so much for bidding to be a part of the show. Which of you was the bidder? Uh, that was me, Denise. <laughs> thank you so much. How is it being on work one question time? It's just so exciting because obviously I listen, you, you get me through a lot of um, challenging moments. So to Do be it. honest, yeah, no, and it's just, um, yeah, it's just weird to actually, surreal to be on it <laughs> and um, with you. Oh, it's so, well, thank you. I know that um, you discovered the show pretty much a month after we launched. So you, I feel like you've been with me all the way. Um, and Elaine, uh, you've been elected to come on as her best friend to answer three thought-provoking questions with three glasses of wine <laughs> and explore you, your friendship and one another. How does that sound? That sounds good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Just don't tell too many secrets. Well, yeah, I want all the secrets. <laughs> what goes on white wine question time stays on white wine question time. <laughs> uh, can I ask what your favourite episodes have been? Anything where you have... Denise Welsh and Jenny and yourself because I think it's just like you feel like you're in the the room with you and you just talk about everything going um but recently I really loved the one with Danny Burr because I could really relate to a lot of what she was talking to uh, you about um and Craig Revel Horde I saw him in a or heard him in a different light when I listened to his two-parter recently so I can't they're all brilliant I can't I can't really choose one that really, really stands out because they're all brilliant and it, you just feel like you're there with you. Bless you. Thank you very much for that. And what was it about Danny Bear's episode that resonated with you? Um, especially when she was talking about, obviously, when her marriage failed um, and no one in her family had been divorced, her mum and dad um, happily married, didn't know anyone. And I was married before and it didn't last very long and um, I thought oh what a failure my sister always had a plan of get married have children she did it all in the right order I did it all in the wrong order um, so I think I think that really resonated and just when she was saying about you know trying to be a woman and um, you know stand on her own two feet and do stuff um, but de definitely about she's worried about people looking at her differently because she actually made that quite a hard choice to, to obviously get divorced and have bring the children up on her own so that really when she was talking I was walking the dogs while I was listening to it and I was like yeah I, I get that I get that it was just ah. yeah so nice isn't it to sometimes hear your own experiences echoed back at you through somebody else and and for somebody to make you feel okay about that and Elaine were you supportive of Denise when she was going through that herself yeah yeah very much so I mean obviously it was a really hard time for Denise 
But, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes things don't work out, do they? And she's got a wonderful husband now, so... It's really positive. Yeah, it's hard bringing up kids on your own though, Denise, right? Yeah, well, I was lucky that I didn't have children with my ex, which was one good thing. But to do it now, like now having my boys with Phil, um, if I was left on my own with them, I think it would be such a struggle because they're just... They're just like grown men now already, and and they argue with me as it is, and I'm quite a tough mum, um, as Elaine will probably say. But um, yeah, if I had to do it on my own, totally, yeah, yeah, I, I, I admire anyone who does do it on their own. I really do. I think you've brought, I thought, think you've brought your children up to be really independent, Denise, and and to be able to kind of carry out chores in the house and be able to look after themselves, which I think is really important. Well, I think mainly because my my ex-husband was a bit of a mummy's boy, so when I had two boys, I was determined they were not going to be total mummy boys. So, yeah, they, they're pretty good. They they have their moments, but they I know they can look after themselves and definitely they cook for us, so that's a plus, and they do do chores, so I can't complain most of the time. <laughs> good work, good work. Now, you two, you, you, you were friends from birth, your mums were friends, and then... Your dad's career got in the way of you guys being neighbourhood pals and school pals, um, Elaine, when he, he his work took you, took you away. You live now in the Midlands, don't you? We do, yeah. yeah. And how have you maintained your friendship over the years? I think um, we maintained it throughout kind of teenage years, didn't we, Denise? Like, Denise used to come and visit. Yeah. I, remember my, I remember my dad picking her up at the coach station and she used to come and stay. <laughs> I mean, we used to have plenty of arguments and plenty of fights, and I was probably more so the I was probably more so the bully, and we used to I used to beat her up quite a lot, to be honest. But... Yeah, she, did. <laughs> she she pulled my hair and worse quite a few times while I was up in um, the Midlands, but I still went back for more. Blimey, <laughs> she she must be a really good friend. <laughs> but, but, but Kate, I think she quite liked it actually, to be honest. <laughs> Have you ever two you ever sat down and talked about how life might have been different had you not been separated geographically? Yeah, I think especially as we've got older, we're like we really miss the fact we're not close enough just to pop around for a glass of wine or a cup of tea, and you know we have to rely on technology. But um, I think our, it would have been so nice to to get older, get into our teenage years, living you know close by, and then in our twenties and thirties. But um, but we make up for it when we do see each other, don't we, Lane? Oh, God, totally. I think it's as we're getting older and our parents are getting older and I think it would just be nice to be around with each other to support and and kind of be there. There's real parallels in the, the life choices that you've both made. You've both gone back to education as adults and qualified in arguably quite similar professions, helping professions. Um, yeah. so you've obviously got that as 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 a kind of shared interest that your 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 passion and interest in helping other people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, never, I never really thought of it like that actually, because Elaine's always done sort of more helping. I was in human resources for years and years, blue chip, but got a bit frustrated with all that goes with that um, politics and things. But um, I suppose it was a helping role, but then, but I think as I've got older and I've been allowed to you know, choose what I really would like to do, fortunate to be able to do that, then, yeah, it's, um, we're, we're both sort of in very similar because I have to deal with a lot of social workers. I wish Elaine was a social worker near me because I'd be able to <laughs> in the back door sometimes. But... <laughs> you could do with that. <laughs> oh, 
Honestly, Denise, you should try getting into our team. It's hard work. (laughs) (laughs) So life has has taken you in different directions, but fundamentally, you've remained tight and close. And Denise, as as the winner of of, of this guest fest, um, I asked you if you wanted to select three questions from previous episodes um, so that you could really experience white wine question time. So are you ready, girls? For your first question. Yeah, <laughs> sip of wine first. <laughs> Elaine, where's your wine? Let me see it. Cheers. So this is the question. Actually, Denise, you've chosen one of my favourite questions. This is this is a question that featured in the first ever episode of the podcast. And I think it opens a window into the mind and life and times of, of anybody that's presented with it. So... Girls, what I want to know from you is if you had to select a moment in time from your life that you had to live on a loop to infinity and beyond, the same same experience over and over again, something so magical, so wonderful that you could happily just stay in that moment forever, what would that moment be and why? I'm a bit cliche, I think, about this, and I couldn't pick just one. It had to be two, which is when I gave birth to both my boys because um, that was just so special and you just... You're never going to get that feeling again, even though it's painful, (laughs) you sort of forget that. Um, And I just think because now they are growing up to young men and they're about to start their own new chapters, um, it'd just be lovely to go back to that that time when they just, they're newborn, tiny little things, and you just think, I've created that with help. But um, yeah, so I'm a bit cliche because I think, I couldn't think of anything else that I would just want to do again and again. Now I have to wait till I'm at, a granny which I don't want to be just yet so that's why I just love the fact when they were both born they're both special moments so that would be have to be my play it on a loop over and over I chose that as my moment oh right so I'm not that boring then no. you know, think I'm boring choosing the babies <laughs> would you go back to the actual delivery of your sons um I think with my first my eldest son I wouldn't go back to the delivery as such because that was a bit of it was great. I was very lucky, but I didn't realise that I was um, so far gone when we got to the hospital. So I was already eight centimetres. And and so he came quite quickly. But then I was in theatre longer than I was in labour because I'd been pushing before I knew that you know, I was pushing. Um, with my second son, it was a lot better. I was actually on a, a bouncy ball and he, he came out and all I could hear in my head was the Fimbles theme tune. So, and he was put on me and it was just, yeah, his, that was quite magical. But yeah, I, I don't know about reliving the actual painful part of the no. birth, but yeah, that bit, like you say, when they, they're there, they've got all their fingers and toes and you just think, oh my goodness, I'm responsible for you, but you're just gorgeous and yeah. <laughs> Denise has a really good pain threshold, haven't you, Denise? How long ago did we have the friend tattoos, Denise? Oh yeah, we had was that two years ago? We had yeah. um we had like friend tattoos, which I've now we found out afterwards, well I did, that we've both got tramp stamps because we had them <laughs> where we've had them. <laughs> um What's a tramp so, stamp? When you have the tattoo, you know, on the small of your back, just above yeah. your bum. Yeah. yeah. And well, we had picked what we wanted, like the infinity sign and, um, and a love heart. And my oldest son said, Mum, you've now got a tramp stamp. That's just like, I can't believe it. But I could have it. I was like 
chatting away. But when Elaine got, she got on the table first, and she was just like, I can't talk. And just, so I had to go <laughs> to the other end of the the room. But then when it was my turn, I was just chatting away while he was doing it, and it wasn't. It, it didn't feel painful. I've had that's my third tattoo now, so I'm not allowed to have any more. <laughs> nice. And whose idea was it to get the the friendship tattoo, the, the tramp stamp? I think it was yours, Elaine, wasn't it? We wanted something that we were just we wanted to mark ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was something that something that we could just have forever. Actually, that's it, wasn't it? When we're really old, really saggy, and no one's going to be looking at our backsides anyway, so it won't matter. <laughs> you hope, or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe that's what we want, and it's that the best time. So, Elaine, what about your moment in time that you would love to to keep reliving on a loop? Um, I used to live with my sister um, and we used to drink copious amounts of wine. And I remember being in the back garden, drinking wine, um, having my mum come round. Because my mum's actually um, has dementia and she's in a care home. So having my my mum as how she was, all drinking wine, all laughing, all joking, a nice hot summer's day. And and, and And I would love to do that again. It's interesting, isn't it? It's like, I think COVID and this pandemic has really crystallised the important moments and and you've, you've elected one right there. Something really simple. It's not about being anywhere fancy. No. Well. It's just about the people you love being present and healthy. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think as you get older, I think it's the more simple things in life that you appreciate yeah. more. I mean, I can only put myself in your shoes, Elaine, Um but I can imagine that when you, you lose a parent to dementia, because there is a loss of so so much of the, the, the parent that you knew. Yeah. It's a living grief, isn't it? And you must really miss, miss those moments of full health and full mental clarity. It is. You have to kind of concentrate and try and remember what kind of mom's personality was like, because you do forget. So you tend to look at different moments in, in, in your life and think, oh, that's what she was doing then. So it's really poignant to kind of look at things like that, really. Yeah, because every time you talk, you mention about your mum, because I always know her as Auntie Anne, she was there minutes after I was born, apparently. Um, she was in just the delivery hear- room, Denise. Well, I was born at home because my mum, my mum and um, your your mum was your your mum was hoovering five minutes after the birth of you, Denise. Yeah, she was. My mum's amazing. I was born at home in the in the hospital house that my mum and dad um, lived in when they got married, and um, and so Anne, Auntie Anne, Elaine's mum was down like minutes after I was born and in there, but. As soon as whenever Elaine talks about her mum, and I haven't been able to see her recently because of COVID, but um, I can just hear her Irish accent, and she's like, she'd always be giving out to us about something, but in a loving way. Um, and she made the most fantastic scones in the whole world, and um, and the pancakes. My sister was sick quite a few pancake days when we were still all living together or in the same road um, on her fantastic pancakes. But oh, she yeah, was just she. Yeah, she was great at cooking, wasn't she? And she she'd never um, kind of measure anything out, never measure any ingredients. She'd just throw it together and it'd just be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, she was just, 
and it was her mum and my mum it was always they had a schooner a sherry and she'd be she'd be saying because they didn't have we didn't have a phone they had a phone but she'd send Elaine's big brother Paul she'd send him down to our house to say to my mum gay come up now for a schooner a sherry while the men were still at work or they'd gone to the hospital club so they'd be having their schooners of sherry which weren't small um, they were pretty large that's where we get it from <laughs> oh, and I, I, i'm really hoping that this episode is something really nice that you can keep as as a bookmark of your 50th year as friends together yeah no yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be, yeah it'd be just really really special unique really to have it it will Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, my next question to you both, I want to set a scene for you. It's a, it's a really significant, important occasion. It could be a wedding, it could be a milestone birthday, but, but there's a party. And so, Elaine, the party is for Denise, and Denise, the party is for Elaine. Do you follow me? If you had enough wine, yeah. you can keep up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to stand up at this event, and I want you to speak about your dear, dear friend, and share some of your experiences in life together that will move the room to tears. Oh. <laughs> well, I can, I can think of a few things that some of them may not be tears. It might make a little bit of shock because a couple of things I remember we, we have done when I first used to come up to Solihull. We'd go out into town to... Um, was it the Snooty Fox? I can't remember one of the bars. The it, was, it, it, it was it was the Snooty Fox in Solihull, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And, and and we were actually underage. So sorry, anyone listening that you know doesn't agree with this, but we went in for a few drinks, and we got a bit drunk. And I remember we were at the top of the hill in Solihull, and we were going to walk home to Elaine's mum and dad's house, but we both 
needed to go for a wee. So we decided we were going to see who could wee, whose wee got to the bottom of the hill the quickest. So how we weren't arrested, I don't know. Um, so we did we did it. I, I think you probably won because you're always faster at everything, Elaine. But um, so that, that's something that probably shocked the room because, you know, we're such good Catholic, confident, educated young ladies. You are, um, aren't you? God, I bet the man <laughs> had a feel there were you two. But I was a pre I was a prefect at school, so I'm okay. <laughs> Denise, has no. got, Denise has always been the goody two shoes, and I was always the naughty one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you led me astray. Um, but to make the room, I would just if I was standing up and I was saying about my you know beautiful friend, it would be that I admire her so much because of what she's done in her life she yeah she did have a little bit of a wild child side for quite a few years um and went you know not off the rails but she had a, a good time then she pulled it all back and she wanted to do something that she really really cared about um and I admire her for actually sticking at that and through some tough times she went through getting that and doing the job she does now but mainly I think it is about her care for her mum and her dad um but you know it's so hard I can't do much to help because I'm hit down here and she's up there but what she has to do you know to look after her mum to make sure her mum's safe in the, the care home her dad was looking after her mum at home and he didn't want anyone else really coming in to help so he did it with the support of Elaine and her brother and sister um, and it's just in my heart breaks because I, I remember what Auntie Anne was like and I'm lucky enough to still have my mum and Elaine has to every time she does anything it's like she's losing her mum all over again so I just admire you so much because you know I think you're brilliant. You're me. You can have me crying. <laughs> the thing is Elaine was always the one that used to say oh Elaine's the little wild child out and about but actually now um, Anita and Paul do do what they they can but I think Elaine you and Darren her partner is fantastic um, they really step up to the plate and they look after her mum but they also look after Jim her dad really well and keep an eye on him and actually do put themselves out so much other people wouldn't do as much as they do so I think sometimes you don't give yourself enough credit that you do you do a brilliant job Aww. thank you oh. Denise thank you Oh, she's so cool, isn't she? And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm in bits here, sobbing. Oh, no, I've got tears, look. Elaine, is your, is your heart made of stone, love? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to stop myself from getting upset, to be honest. So. Listen, you know what? Your friends your friends really identified there. You sound like somebody that always puts yourself at the bottom of every list. I, I, I don't think I do, but... It's nice to hear. I think you do, Denise. I think you're the most caring person I know. You put yourself out for everybody. You always have, and I think it's you that's the more of the caring person. I don't agree. I just think I'm quite. I'm lucky, and I'm lucky in what I've got. And you know, I do what I do because I love doing it. But you go the extra mile, and you have to face a lot of stuff because you know you love your mum, and every time you see her. You know, it's like, like you said recently, she had a um, a fall, so she had to go into hospital to have a, a plaster on her wrist. But it's like you said, 
when you went up there, it's like she doesn't know who you are anymore. And that just breaks my heart every time you say that. And you still carry on, pick yourself up every day, do the job you do, which is bloody hard. Um, and you're still there supporting your dad. And like your net Connor, Elaine's nephew, she's a really, really brilliant auntie to him. She's like been such a support to him. So now I think you don't you don't realise how much you do do. There's a lot of love going on. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. There it is. sounds like you're looking out for each other whilst busily looking out for everybody else as well. Yeah, we do, don't we, Nice. So, Elaine, I've, I've, I've learned from, from Denise that you um, can wee really fast downhill. <laughs> and that you are <laughs> whilst, whilst drunk on the top of the hill. And that you are a phenomenally caring and... Um, way more responsible person than you ever used to be in your wilder days. How can you enlighten me about Denise? Denise, what can we say about Denise? <laughs> I think Denise, like, just regarding her childhood when she was younger, she was quite a goody two-shoes, weren't you, Denise? I think, well, I think remember the occasion when we went to the pub, Denise, and we were kicked out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was another occasion. And we used to, um, Denise used to come up to stay with me and we used to sneak out at night because where we used to live, there was a lot of fields. So we used to sneak out um, through the front door or sometimes through the window, wasn't it, Denise? And we used to go meet up with a load of lads. <laughs> yeah. I remember you used to get, talk me into like, we'd, we'd pretend we'd got ready for bed so we'd have our clothes on underneath our pyjamas. And then yeah. we, would tell, we would tell Elaine's mum and dad that we're going to start to watch one of these rubbish, you know, horror movies that used to be on in the, the 90s or whatever it was, 80s, 90s. And um, But then once we knew they were fast asleep, we could hear Jim snoring and we'd sneak out to the, um, yeah, to meet up with the lads. <laughs> Brilliant. What else can you like me about with regard to Denise? I mean, she's talked about some of the struggles that you've faced and have you seen her go through her own I think uh, I think Denise was very uh, very very close to a nan um, who she spoke about recently that passed away. Well, it feels recently though. What does it need, Denise? Will it start? Is it? No, four years. It was four, four years. Yeah, for four years. And I know Denise. I mean, she was very very close. Um, and I, I know that hit you really hard, didn't it, Denise? Um, yeah, it did. It really did. And and I think Denise just. Just generally as a person, I just think the way she's brought up her sons, like I spoke about earlier, to be so independent and, and be able to just kind of cook a dinner and to make the beds in the morning. And I know that to some people probably sounds quite silly, but I, I just think it's so important because I, I see very much in my work um, how mothers kind of look after the children and things like that. And, and a lot of the children, they just can't do anything for themselves. So I think it's a really good reflection on Denise as a mum. And I think the fact that she's gone back to college now and she's kind of pursuing what she wants to do, I just think is marvellous. It really is. And the fact that she's enjoying it so much as well, which is really, really good. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm blushing now, I'm blushing. That's brilliant, though, because you've not stopped furthering yourself and remaining interested and wanting to learn more, and I think that's phenomenal. I think it is, yeah, think totally. It's hard at times, but I think, yeah, I just think... Um, I do think I'm lucky that Phil is really supportive in that, you know, I can afford to work part time and then do my study in one day a week and all the rest of it. So, you know, a lot, a lot of people would love to do what I'm doing, but can't or they're doing it, you know, in the evenings and different things. And it's I did that when I first started work in London. I did 
a, a qualification at night and that was hard work I didn't even have children or a house or anything then so I think I am lucky but yeah I do love it I do um I think with my job at the moment in the charity where I am that really helps because I'm sort of you know not counseling people but I'm helping and supporting people and assessing people every day which is makes it a little bit easier when I'm doing my college work but um no I do I, I do love it Oh, sorry, my son's just coming from school. Come and say hello. And this, this is Elaine and Denise, and they've bid to be on the show, and they've paid money to Comet Relief. This is my, this is my Ben. This is Ben, isn't hello. it? Hello, Ben. Hi. I, I feel a little bit like a stalker because, um, because I, I watch some of your stuff, follow you on Instagram, and when Ben was first going to secondary school, and you let him walk for the first time. That really resonated with me because I let my son walk and then I was basically following behind him. Which we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also followed you to school. Oh, did you not know that? I followed you to school for quite a few days. Ben, most mums do. Most mums. Yeah. Just down the road, I just hid behind trees to make sure that you were crossing the road okay. I know you would have been fine, but I'm a mum and my job is to protect you. Yeah. 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 Are we on glass two? Are you ready for glass three in your last question? I could probably do for another glass, yeah. Well, put yourself <laughs> up, love, and I'm, I'm and question three is coming your way. Your final question is something that we did in a really recent episode with Andrea McLean. And it's something I kind of stole from a book that she's written. It's a question that you, you can't give yourself too long to answer. I just want you to tell me as quickly as you can, without overthinking it, what are the five things right now as you stand here as friends in your 50s that make you truly happy? I'd say health, having Elaine in my life, oh. having my hus husband and my boys, um, my mum and dad, my two dogs, well, that's more than five probably, isn't it? Just just being alive because at the moment it's so shit most of the time and everyone's so negative. I think we've just got to try and think about what we have got going and got to adapt to make the best of it because I don't want to be locked down for the rest of my life. I've just got to 50. I want to party. Yes, but you're right, actually. We sit and we talk an awful lot at the moment about what we used to have and what we no longer have by way of freedoms, liberties, whatever it is. And sometimes you just have to look at what you do have. I, I, totally, I totally agree. You really do, don't you? Because you can just get really negative, can't you, moaning about this? and Totally. I mean, for what it's worth, Andrea McLean and her husband, Nick, their list both featured their dog. Um, Nick had put sex with Andrea on his list and she didn't. That was awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't. Oh, I should have said that. Otherwise, my husband would be going, like, no, they're going to think because I'm 55 and past it. Yeah. <laughs> sex, sex with Phil. I'm adding that in now. Sex with Phil. Sex with Phil. <laughs> and, we to, and we had to make it really clear in that last episode. It wasn't just sex on the list because that could be with anyone. It has to be with your specific partner. So, Elaine, over to you. Your top five happy, happy things. I think... Um... Appreciation of nature, you know, kind of like countryside, birds, etc. Um, I think health. I think with beautiful friendship with Denise. I think family. Um, just trying to make the most out of life, really, and trying to be positive. I think. I think kind of 
having that positive sometimes you wake up feeling quite negative and I think just kind of you know turning things around I think it really helps making the day positive and I think it's about your mindset does that make sense yeah is your cup (laughs) is your your cup half full or half empty it's half empty no half full (laughs) (laughs) and you never mentioned Bella Bones Oh, sorry, sorry, Bella, my cat as well. I love her, so she's very important. (laughs) Well, we're we're a bit pathetic over her, really, but um, yeah, we love her very much. Ah, that's nice, though. Nothing wrong with being pathetically in love with your pets. Girls, thank you so much for sharing what is clearly a a beautiful friendship and and a, a proper love story between you two. Oh, we did say if ever we're on our own, we're going to just move in together, aren't we, Lay? When we're really old, <laughs> we're left on yeah. our own. As long as we've got a good box set and um, some wine, then we'll be fine. We're sorted. <laughs> how's um, how's work, one question time been for you both? It's been lovely, actually. Really yeah. enjoyed it. I was a little, I was a little bit nervous, but it's been lovely. Really nice. Once I got over the bit of fangirl thing, because obviously, I, you know, I've seen you for years and and stuff on the telly, and oh, really admire your work. But it just, it feels like, yeah, we're just chatting, like you know, free lushes out with the wine. Too right, but it is honestly. Everything we say is on every single show. It's a conversation between friends. And actually, the moment you all sit down and you commit to sort of saying, right, let's have a really open, funny, friendly conversation, it just happens, doesn't it? And we've yeah. never met, but I feel like we we leave this this recording as friends. Well, I hope we do. Yeah, yeah no, lovely. Thank you. On, on behalf of Comic Relief and all of the incredible work that they support, thank you. Yeah. For, thank you. For the bid and no. taking part because I've been working with Comic Relief um for almost 20 years now and when you see firsthand what something even as 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 little as five pounds can do i promise you that whatever it was that you bid to be on this show it's doing something really good right now right well it's worth it and i think yeah comic relief fantastic so yeah it's been a pleasure and elaine look after yourself as well as looking after everyone else and that goes for the pair of you and I hope you get to see each other and, and you know, squish faces very soon to celebrate your 50th. And if you can't, I hope that this is always going to be a lovely souvenir and a great way to reflect and remember on a lovely friendship. So thanks, girls. Okay, thank, thank you, Kate. You. Thank you. Cheers. It's only 20 past five and I don't know about you, but I'm quite tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Why Wine Question Time is produced by me, Kate Thornton, and Richard Hatherall for Yahoo UK. Editing is by Callum Goddard-Mucklow and our music is provided by Andy Bell. A huge thanks to anyone who bid to be a part of GuestFest, raising vital funds for Comic Relief who are committed to helping those who've been impacted by the COVID pandemic. Please do as we always do and try to drink responsibly. And I'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.